You're tuned in to Disney Native, a podcast brought to you by two Florida-based Disney nerds. My name is Bethany. And I'm Nicole. We're here to talk about all things Disney parks and beyond. It's showtime! All right. Hey, and welcome back to Disney Native. I know it's been a little bit of a hot minute since our last episode because we had a brief hiatus. Yes. Um, not not totally planned, but you know, when <laughs> it's in the way, um, we are, I don't know, real people. Of course, we're real people, but you know, <laughs> we've just been busy with work and travel and life changes and all good things. Yeah. yeah. I feel it's like just, it's been like, weird for Disney too. Like, exactly. Let's be honest. Yeah. Between just like life being busy and then there was just not things were just the same. There wasn't a ton to report. So, um, I feel like the past couple weeks, though, it's, it's been a flurry of activity. Oh my goodness. Too much almost yeah. going on, but also good things. So we're happy to be, you know, getting back into swing, um, summers around the corner. So that's fun. And with that comes some changes and some updates. And so we're excited to get into those for, yeah. um, you know, the land of the mouse. All right. So, so I know uh, you that, have some update. You have quite a few, actually. I feel like everything that I have to speak about is weenie in compared. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, I have I have just a, a couple a couple of big things that sort of have branches. We'll, we'll put it that way. But Ooh, okay. Um, so I was very very excited to hear this past week that the college program participants are being welcomed back as early oh, as June. Oh, that's exciting! It is exciting. It was so sad whenever um, they had to, you know, cancel it whenever the pandemic yeah. first hit, and they had to pull everybody home. Like I can only imagine how that was for those poor CPs, and so um, that group is being welcomed back first. Basically, they get first priority in the application process. So if you were yanked from your college program early, Disney is like, okay, you get first dibs. Oh, nice. So they still have to reapply? Yes, they still have to reapply. Because I'm sure a lot of people are probably, you know, in a different space or whatever. So they still have to reapply. Um, But that is very exciting. That is sooner than I thought it would be. I figured it wouldn't wouldn't be until, you know, probably uh, the spring program of 2022 which would start in january um so that's great news and i know some people are even speculating like oh will they bring it back at all and will it be different oh they Um, need the help they're gonna yeah oh for sure (laughs) for sure um but i do think college program in disney world is the only one that's back right now the international program Mm -hmm. is not back yet and disneyland is not back yet so um, i think they're like trying it out at disney world and then they'll you know maybe go ahead and roll it out everywhere else um which speaking of disneyland itself just opened back up too yes wild yes i've been keeping an eye on disneyland as just a temperature for the pandemic in general got it yeah (laughs) because you know california has been the most strict Mm -hmm. um and of course places like disneyland are high volumes of people so when i started hearing rumors of disneyland opening back up i was like oh the world really will be normal again (laughs) (laughs) and hope yes um so other cp news um the new participants are also going to be in new housing so if you have been on the college program you know that where you live is like 
a big deal. And so I lived in Chatham, which was like the nicer of the apartment complexes. Where are these like in compared to like, I don't know, the like world? Okay. So Lake Buena Vista, a little like Brian is where my apartments were. So, you know, the Mary Queen of the Universe shrine. Yes. My apartment complex was like right behind that. Oh. Oh, okay. You would turn, you would turn like you're going to like Bahama Breeze and all that stuff and drive mm-hmm. back in there. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that's where mine was. And then the other one, Vista Way, is on the other side of the road, kind of where well, it's not there anymore. Um, there's like a big obnoxious gift shop. Yes, with the eagle. They've actually repainted that recently, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and I'm trying to think what else is there. There's like a Chick-fil-A there. It's a little sketchy right over there. Yeah. Well, okay. this way okay. was kind of sketchy because it was the first college program dormitories, apartment complex. So sad, sad news. A couple months ago, they announced that they have officially sold Vistaway. Wow. And Vistaway is like infamous for parties and they used to have hot <laughs> tubs and it was like, don't get in the hot tubs of Vistaway. Um, so those days are all gone. And now the new CPs are going to be living at Flamingo Crossings Village. Fancy. And the images of these apartments, yeah, it's just a far cry from my experience. And I, like I said, I lived in the nice apartments. (laughs) So they're very modern. They are. (gasps) Yeah. And so they're always like fully furnished and yeah, fully furnished. Wow. There's a outdoor and a gym. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the pool. That's so bougie. let's see here. It says participants will stay in two or four bedroom apartments with no more than four people in one apartment. Wow. So this will just tell you how things used to be. I lived in an apartment with six people. Oh my gosh. So it was three bedroom, three bath, <gasps> two people uh, in each bedroom. Uh, oh. The boys next door, shout out, Marvin, Chris, Justin, eight people lived in their apartment. Eight. So hearing that there's only like a max of four people in each apartment, I'm just like, oh, I mean, we had great fun, but good Lord. If you didn't get along with your roommates, you had problems. Stuck. It looks like, as they said, um, they're in partnership with American Campus Community. So I wonder if um, it's kind of like a third party that manages everything. Oh, I bet so. Ooh, it also says that each apartment has a washer and dryer. We did not have that either. We had so to go wonder, over to the laundry mat. Gonna have? Are they gonna renovate? You think the ones you're at? then or um you know i haven't looked into that but i'm sure they're gonna sell those too or to be competitive or they might use them for international housing because so when i was on the college program in 2005 which is now a million years ago (laughs) um international students lived in there was one apartment complex they lived in but also the tree houses were not Those were not guest accommodations. Oh international students, international cast members lived in the tree houses. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So I need to get I need to get some of my college program people on here sometime to just talk about it. Yeah. Cause oh man, I mean, like I've said, it was one of the just the best times of my life. And there's just there's just a lot of good stories in there. 
I can imagine. Yeah. So uh, why don't you give us a little bit of your news, Bethany, and then I'll ping pong back to some of my other news stuff. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And actually, I I am going to skip around a little bit too. So um, there are no more temperature checks. So um, actually, the last time we went was May 4th, and the day they started uh, or stopped doing temperature checks were the day after it. So I'm glad I got my last one and went out with a bang, um, <laughs> which, I mean, I'm not surprising. It's not surprising just because, A, you know, if you're, it's Florida too. Like, I even didn't pass once going through temperature checks, and they make you do, like, your wrist or something because mm-hmm. it's just, like, the sun beating down on your forehead. It's just one of those little quick scanner things yeah so honestly I'm not surprised so I wonder if masks are going to be next but with that too you're now allowed to remove your mask for photos as well so they're definitely getting pretty lax in that whole sphere so that's interesting and then there's some reopenings too I'll just I'll hit these ones off too um the most the one I'm very excited for is the Polynesian it's going to be reopening in July wilderness I believe is opening in June so they're kind of like staggering them but um the Polynesian also has been going under some renovation so I cannot wait I've been trying to book actually a stay because I really want to go like I'd like to go for my birthday which is September so I have plenty of time Mm -hmm. but it is so dang expensive I don't know what these renovations did it's like yeah I think the cheapest I've seen is $500 a night so they're basically at like Grand Floridian prices at this point so oh yeah I get they're on the whole monorail hop thing but that is a goal of mine this year maybe to get there even for like just a little quickie weekend I just yeah want to do the pool and do Trader Sam's and just start start saving your start saving your extra dollars and by September you'll be like oh it's fine (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it'd be a good birthday present to myself. So sure. with that, you know, hotels are starting to roll open. Um, things are getting done um, renovation wise. I think they use a lot of this time for, you know, fixing some things that needed the, um, the art of animation and like, I want to say like the decades, but you know what I'm talking about. Those yeah, pops and um, too that one mm-hmm. um their pool has been under construction for like all of corona so i think that's almost done and we're getting back in a little bit more normalcy that's really- um i heard speaking of resorts i read somewhere um and i can't remember where i'm sorry i think it was social media but um that the permit was pulled for um oh gosh the resort that's going over where river country used to be oh yeah, I forgot but, what is what it's called, but yeah, either. it's like right by wilderness. And yes, yeah, they said the the permit was like like pulled, like canceled for it. <gasps> Wait, pulled, pulled. Oh, yeah. Again, that, like, so kinda, so <gasps> that that means people are thinking that means that that resort is no longer happening at this time. That would. So that I think it, yeah, I think in the Aww. in the uh, the scope of scaling back financially i think yeah i think that resort was probably scrapped so i don't know if that means you know they'll do it later or you know if that'll live on the annals of history and something else will go there someday oh, but for reflections. now reflections lakeside lodge yes. that's what it was so. supposed to be urban explorers Dang. rejoice it is Aww. now empty over there again <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so the same week that I heard about the college program, I also saw an announcement for um, an after-hours Halloween event at Magic Ooh. Kingdom. It made me very excited. 
Uh, let's see here. Halloween will be back at Walt Disney World this year with a brand new After Hours event. The Disney After Hours Boo Bash is oh, described as a frightfully fun event that will feature Halloween-themed processions throughout the park, candy stops, character sightings, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's see here. There's a little blurb from Disney that says, The moon looms large overhead, casting Cinderella Castle in a spectral glow. The gates close, the clock strikes, and boys and ghouls come out to play. So it sounds like um, this is going to be not Mickey's Not So Scary. It's something a little different. Not not Mickey's Not So Scary. Yeah. Um, it almost sounds like it is just without a parade. That's... Yeah, what I mean, it, it does say it says Halloween themed processions. So I wonder mm. if it'll be like a smaller scale kind yeah. of type parade or one of those like right now they just do random parades that they don't tell you when they just mm -hmm. send them out so people don't gather. So mm -hmm. and it's a let's see, it runs 9 p.m. to midnight on select nights from October. August 10th through October 31st and it is going to be um like you know limited access because right. the past I think only one year they stopped limiting access to Mickey's Not So Scary and I just heard horror stories of how crowded it was yeah I have too and part of the appeal of going to one of these special events is that it's not as crowded so I was very excited to hear this um we are thinking about coming to Florida in October. Bethany, if we do, you and I need to do this. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because <laughs> you can get excited. in as early as 7. So you oh, can yeah. – 7 to midnight. That's a good run. That's yeah. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> um, let's see. It's and then, a late night for me. Ugh. Oh, that is a late <laughs> night for me, 100%. <laughs> um, and another spooky bit of news is um, the Muppets – are doing a Haunted Mansion Halloween special <gasps> on Disney+. No Columbus. way. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I yes. Mr. Blake. Yes. That is everything I need in my life. Greetings, fear and fright lovers. I'm the great Gonzo. And I'm Pippity King Prong. And we're here to tell you about our all-new terrifying tale of total scariness, Muppets Haunted Mansion. Excuse me. This fall, prepare to experience your most hilarious and harrowing Halloween ever, Muppets Haunted Mansion. How'd you do this? Well, it's easy. Try it. it Muppets Haunted Mansion. I think more oomph for you. More oomph. Muppets Haunted Mansion. Mm, no. Muppets Haunted Mansion. You know, this is going to take a while. <laughs> um so let's see here it says the muppets are ghosting disney plus and it's a good thing kermit the frog miss piggy gonzo pepe the king prawn and the rest of the muppet pepe. pals will star in their first ever halloween special muppets haunted mansion dropping this autumn exclusively on disney plus uh let's see here da 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 Muppets Haunted Mansion takes place on Halloween night when Gonzo is challenged to spend one very daring night in the most grim grinning place on earth, the Haunted Mansion. I'm so excited. <laughs> I bet it'll still be better than the actual Haunted Mansion movie. Probably. Probably. I just <laughs> I, I, really... I did rewatch that this year and I didn't hate it as much as I remembered, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe um, now that you know what it is, <laughs> you, you know, you're like, okay, it's, it's going to just be yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, you're just prepared for it. But oh, I'm so excited for that. 
Yes. Me can't too. wait. Can't wait. Me too. It's going to be so good. So uh, what other news items do you have, Bethany? My only last big one is that we finally have an opening date for Ratatouille. 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 That is going to be October 1st. So that's going to be here before we know it. 50 year. I know. And um, like it is done. We we went and crept around last time we were at Epcot and like you can actually go kind of up to it and see the entrance and everything. So it looks super cute. And I think it's gonna be so fun. Um, not that it's like really a big secret because they did um like on TikTok with mm-hmm. the whole Ratatouille musical, did some behind the scenes of it. So like and it is basically a copy of what they have in Paris. So I'm very excited for it. But it is the same time of the anniversary celebration. So I'm that's exciting and I'm very much looking forward to that. I know they they released a lot of the merch um information. So of course like you know to buy stuff, but not actually like very much of what's going to be happening otherwise at the anniversary celebration that I could find. Mm-hmm. I'm also curious, like, are they going to keep it through the following year just because it's such a funky period? I probably like, because, well, I mean, usually their um, anniversary celebrations are 18 months. Yeah. But they might do it, maybe they'll do it for like 24 months. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to partially depend on park attendance. So we'll see how that goes. I think the actual day of the 50th, I might just like take off work that day and just like watch social media live streams and stories and stuff for whoever's there just so I can feel like I'm there. (laughs) And that's going to be so hard if they're still doing the park reservation system. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, that's just been... It, very difficult in general like I think either they're changing some of the um like capacity rules um or just um people are getting more wise to it and more comfortable to go park go to parks it's just so hard to get reservations and that day will be I'm sure impossible or people will be buying tickets and that kind of precedes any reservations I I feel like so yeah but if you are one of the lucky ones that gets a reservation that day if it still is reservation system then you're going to be in the park at lower than capacity I mean that you really can't ask for a better day so if you're one of those lucky people props to you yeah (laughs) Mm, can't wait for it well I mean speaking of the reservation system um the last time we went was um, pretty recently. It was for Cinco de Mayo. Blake and I just went after work and it was lovely, honestly, probably because it was a weekday. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like a random Wednesday. So the park crowds were super low. Like it was so easy. I think that's where you really tell that capacity is different because like it's Disney. It just always kind of feels busy. However, the parking lot has just been incredible. Like you can literally go right up front and that's where I feel like I can tell a difference um of just crowd crowd levels are from the parking lot but um yeah just the whole reservation thing it's like it's basically they transformed fast passes to that so you can only do three at a time Mm -hmm. like I can't just like randomly do max to the max amount of days I want so I really have to be specific in the days I want and then um they fill up too so you can see a calendar of what's available and what has like low crowds are like it goes like high medium low and if it's high like you can't even book it so you know with um blackout days upon us the days are are numbered so I got one more day for animal kingdom 
um, in a few weeks, but that was all I could get. Like everything oh, else wow. was completely booked up. So I'll get to go one more time before I can't for the summer, but otherwise it was lovely um, for Cinco de Mayo. They didn't like do anything special, I think because of just COVID, but um, we walked around, we did, we did got some of the boil from um, America Adventure. Oh yeah. That again. Yeah. That I got so oysters. It was so good. And I got a tiny little bottle of Tabasco sauce with my oysters. And so now I have a little tiny Tabasco that I can carry around in my purse. And it's been fabulous. Um, <laughs> and wait times have been so good. Again, like it was a weeknight. We waited like 15 minutes to get onto test track. Wow. And on that walked out and went home and it was, it was really like a great night. And since you were there on Cinco de Mayo, any pit stops in Mexico? Any oh, of nachos? Course. Any margaritas? Honestly, um, we didn't go inside because again, they're limiting capacity. Mm-hmm. So like in the Maya temple, they had a huge line wrapped around and then also the cantina or whatever it's called, like across the street, I guess mm-hmm. that was also wrapped around, but the booth because <laughs> flower and oh. garden is still happening. Yes. That was easy. So I did get um, Blake got the the margarita. I forgot what it was called, but it's like the smoky one. Mm-hmm. And I got a Mexican beer with a liqueur floater in it. It was oh, like an elderberry. Oh, lovely. So good. Love a floater. <laughs> yeah. And we got like tacos and a tostada. And so I did get my Mexican fill. Awesome. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, if you went to Epcot on Cinco de Mayo and you didn't make a pit stop at Mexico, I don't, I don't oh, know sacrilege. what to tell you. Yeah. Oh, that was our first stop. <laughs> first stop. <laughs> awesome. Any other park updates? Or That's really been it. Like I can't, since then, I can't even remember the last time we went. I think we did um, an animal kingdom kind of recently and it was just, it was hot. And I think we, we, that was the first time I ever actually had to wait for safari because I've always done fast passes for that one just because I like it. So we always make sure to nab that one. So the line is actually, it, was, it wasn't it was bad. Um, and it was fun because you can see the little animals through that. And you watch the video more. You get like more background of like, you know, the setup of the story that you're like fighting poacher. You know, that whole safari-ness yes. of it. Um, so that was great. But then, you know, the shows still aren't back. I think Lion King just announced that they're going to be coming back mm-hmm. this week or mm-hmm. very soon. So some of the things that we like to do just weren't happening. Um, so that was kind of a letdown. But um, I mean, I get it. And then we haven't been to Magic in probably a year just because it fills oh, wow. up first always yeah, for the reservation system. And I, I like it, but like, I have to be in the right mindset to go. So I think the next time we'll go, will be for the anniversary. So that'll be exciting. And I'm looking forward to that, but if I can get in, so I wonder <laughs> past summer, if they'll keep that up or what the mask rules are going to be, um, you know, like we're actually vac- vaccinated. I just got my second dose actually on Monday. So we're all good. So I don't know if, you know, you have your little card, you'll be fine, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you know, things are just going to keep more and more be lifted and be more free Mm -hmm. and open. So, uh, so I'm looking forward to to hearing all of your updates about what's different every time you go. (laughs) So Bethany, (laughs) tell me what you've been watching on Disney plus. Well, I was kind of hoping for you to go first on this one. (laughs) 
because I have a um, confession slash problem. I guess the first step is um, admitting that you have a problem. But um, yeah, the, well, first, actually, I'm not even going to talk about this. Um, With all the, you know, Marvel releases, they had WandaVision. So of course we watched that, loved it. It was great. But then like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out and as you know I'm kind of a lucky fan and like <laughs> to the level that I'm obsessed with this show is kind of problematic oh no oh no um I have not watched it every day <laughs> literally so shout out to another podcast that I've really enjoyed it's called Marvel Squad and they break down every single episode they also went through um WandaVision as well all, like any kind of um theories or news or media I could consume I have I listen to the soundtrack <laughs> daily like I'm not even kidding oh my gosh <laughs> to a problem okay okay because when I text you do about this because you know I had to get I had to throw out oh, the yeah. bucky returns <laughs> If you don't understand that, you got to go back to one of our other. I don't know. Did we talk about that in our and Avengers episode, or it might be a random episode? I think Either so. Way. I think so because we talk about that normally <laughs> often. However, you were like, "Yeah, one division was superior," but like, but to be clear, I would die for Bucky. Direct quote. Yes. So, like, I, has, has your obsession level grown since then, or were you like, no. "Well, oh. I'm very. Ex- I love both." him and sam like i just i feel like the series was so i again i do maintain that i think wandavision was like more interesting and creative Mm -hmm. and i really enjoyed that story but also technically falcon and the winter soldier was supposed to come first in the order but with covid they had to like postpone a lot of um filming and it was behind so i think some of the kinks that they worked out later in wandavision weren't quite worked out. Again, I've had a lot of time to think about all of this. <laughs> so I, that's why I don't think if the story is as strong. I also heard that there was a pandemic element to the story too at one point. Like a that was like the big thing that the flag smashers were like pushing on the world. Cause like really they didn't do anything. They're just like super people. Like they weren't really threatening anything other than just existing and that was supposed to be an element and then hashtag we actually had a pandemic so they wrote it out of it (laughs) supposedly that's just articles I read um so like I don't feel like the story was just like as interesting but as far as like building blocks of what's to come I'm very excited I'm very excited of like what they took you know in present day culture to apply to the show how much they developed the characters how like Sam has like really taken on Captain America and made that his own and is owning it. And now he's going to get his own movie because they did announce Captain America 4 is happening and he is going to be the lead. So it's just, it's a thing. It's yeah. A thing. So and like, well, as you know, cause it's on my list. I also yeah. watched it, um, yes. but I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite spectrum of you and that I enjoyed it, but also like really David was watching it. So I was like only, I was half to three quarters paying attention <laughs> um but I I did enjoy it um I like yeah like what what it set up and where it was going I was super like in when I saw um Wyatt Russell 
Yes. Because I love him. Like the he little bit I've seen so him. So good too. Like so you good. just hate him so much. Yeah. yeah. I've only seen him in a couple like little things here and there, but I like him a lot. And I mean, clearly, if you guys don't know, it's Kurt Russell's son. So, I mean, he's never going to live up to like his dad, Kurt Russell, but I feel like he's, he's doing a pretty good job. Related to like Kate, whatever. And not Kate Winslet what's her name um Kate Hudson Hudson yeah Kate yeah they're like step Goldie Hawn's daughter so yeah yes. they must be step siblings that's yeah it. That's so it. he's in a famous good-looking family and um I was just really happy to see him and I thought yeah. he did a great job so yeah. yeah so I'll you know I'm not um I'm kind of done with Marvel like once once Endgame happened I was like I don't, I can be done with this now because it's just, it's a lot of time and energy. So at this point, I'm kind of like, I might watch Marvel stuff. I might not. If it wasn't for David, there's a good chance I would never see another Marvel thing again. And not because like, I don't think it's enjoyable or worth it. It's just, it takes up a lot of, oh my, and that is what we did recently too, (laughs) just pandemic was go through the whole timeline order because they're on Disney plus now, except Spider-Man. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I think it's just like now I'm regressing and having some obsessive compulsive disorders because the pandemic is getting to me. So that's where we're at. Oh. Hey, if uh, if entertainment can't get us through, what can? I uh, I definitely think that music and art and film. And go. yes, we can put marvel under film <laughs> there we go these are the things these are the things that keep us alive these are the things <laughs> my last one and then i'll let you talk about your list um in that realm has been marvel 616 and it's just like interesting little docu series about just like the culture which i find really interesting um like they have a whole thing on like the cosplayers which i think is i hope very interesting like sect of fandom yeah um they talk about like japanese spider-man which is super interesting and like it was really cute like the actors they interviewed every that all of them and like who directed and how it happened so also if you have some extra time because all the topics are very different they're not Mm -hmm. just like one sequential story that was there's a whole one on like the merchandising and toys which i always find really interesting i really liked netflix's the toys that made us oh yeah that vibe to it so that's also a good show Awesome. Well, like I said, watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as you know. Yes. Other yes. than that, haven't yes. been watching a ton on Disney Plus, but I did check out over the last couple of months Inside Pixar. <gasps> that is so I love that, but I also had to stop watching it because almost every episode made me cry. I know. Like, well, and you so had good. suggested it to me, and when I saw there were little snippets, there was one day when like we just we had a little bit of time and weren't sure what to watch. And I was like, oh, let's give this a watch. Oh my gosh. It's got the Disney magic. I love it so much. I wish there was more. Yes. Well, so, okay. So, so for those that don't know, inside Pixar, they're a little like 20 minute, maybe. Yeah. Oh, very short. And each episode covers a different person's like job at Pixar. And you just kind of like follow them throughout their job and their day. And there's like directors and then there's like a pastry chef that works in the cafe. So there are people from like just all walks of Pixar and it's just, oh, it's just super fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just makes me love Disney and Pixar like all over again. Um, 
I think my favorite one was the character designer, the woman who's really retro and her fashion's really after over the top. I, That's why I recommended it. After yeah. I watched that, I was like, this is just like Nicole. I was like, she's form. great. Her, and then I also really liked, um, of course, the uh, the guy who was the co-writer or director of Soul. He was great. Um, yeah. But one that I found really interesting was the guy who does the temporary music scores. Because if you don't know, when they make a movie, there's a temp score and it's just, usually it's, you know, popular music or pieces that already exist and they put it as a temp score until the composer like actually composes the music. So at Pixar, of course, there's a guy whose whole job is to just compose the temp score. Crazy. And like at the very beginning of the episode, he's like, literally nothing I ever do not a second of my music ever ends up on the screen, but he still does this job and he loves it. And I was like, this is a testament to how meticulous Pixar is. Mm -hmm. They don't just pull an existing piece of classical music. They pay a person a salary just to temp score something that's never even going to end up on the screen. Like it just blew my mind. And I was also like, I think I could do this job. Oh yeah. Right. I'm like, <laughs> which back on my crazy obsessive train i highly recommend just listening to movie soundtracks like that's yes. honestly kind of what happened is just because i have to do a lot of reading and writing for work mm -hmm. and like my office actually plays music all day which is fun but when you actually have to focus i'm like i can't not be singing to whoever taylor swift is on and so i've been going through like you know pixar is always really good I love Nemo soundtrack it's so good and it's like calming and relaxing and I'll do like Coco's if I want to like get a little jazzed up and so <laughs> it's really good yes like I'm the same um I I listen mostly to podcasts but if I'm listening mm -hmm. to music these days it's very often a uh, a movie score and yeah. my favorites are usually not Pixar. I usually listen to sometimes horror movie scores, okay. depending. But um, one of my favorites is uh, the Gone Girl soundtrack. Oh, interesting. It's so good. And it was composed by Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails. And then um, his part, his composing partner is Atticus Ross. And I mean, it's just... Oh. It's great. You really... You need to listen to it. Ooh, I'll do that tomorrow. It's mostly like calm and sort of spacey but then there are some tracks that are just a little bit upbeat so I find it very very good for a working soundtrack Ooh, okay I'll yeah. have to do that That's check it out check it out oh well oh with that that's about all we have now. for <laughs> man I guess we I guess we have talked too long because I've just now I can't talk I'm clearing my throat Ugh, I don't <laughs> anywho that is about all we have. Um, I'm hoping and I'm excited that we're getting back into the swing of things mm -hmm. and we'll be a little more consistent because we will have things to report on. But then again, I'm not going to be allowed to go back to the parks again for another like three months just because of blockout days. Yeah. Well, I feel like... nice. Oh, go on. No, I was just going to say, I feel like it's been, I mean, ever since I moved, it's just been different, you know, yeah, it was, it so I, I feel like the podcast has evolved a little bit right, and right. I feel like we've broadened our horizons a little bit from just park stuff. So 
Who knows? Who knows what we're gonna what we're gonna be talking about next? Do not. I was just gonna say we have been to Disney Springs a few times, and mm-hmm. the whole temperature check thing is a nightmare. So oh, I'm excited gosh. that it is gone because. It was like you had to do it before you left the parking lot. So everything would just bottleneck and it was crazy. So I'm excited for that to be done because then we can go there a little more often. But yeah. last time I've been to Disney Springs has been actually pretty nice because I think people are also tired of it. Like I had to get something at Sephora recently and we were in and out in a hot minute. And I got a Becca foundation because they're going out of business for very cheap. <laughs> so I was happy camping. <laughs> so Anyway, um, I'm sure, of course, we'll have things to talk about. We'll find things to talk about. We like yeah. to talk a lot, so. Yeah, but it's definitely, uh, things are things are happening. Things are moving and shaking, and uh, I'm I'm excited. Ooh, maybe we can plan your October trip on a podcast. Oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, so we'll see about that. Hopefully, I mean, we, you know. We wanted to come back last fall, and obviously that didn't happen, and we haven't been traveling a lot, so I would love to drive across the country and come back to Florida. Now's the time. We'll make it happen. Yeah! Thanks for joining us today, Natives. If you enjoyed our show, we'd love if you would review, rate, and subscribe to our channel. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DisneyNativePod. Also, check out our website, DisneyNative.com, for the latest blogs, episodes, and more. Until next time, have a magical day. start he follows his dream with mind and heart and when it becomes a reality it's a dream come true for you and me so there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day there's a great big beautiful tomorrow just a dream of